Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Episode 7, uh, we're looking at cricket this uh, today. Um, we're just a couple of days out from the fourth and final test. The series is wrapped up. Um, pretty much what you thought. Yeah. Australia's going to wrap it up. Yeah, it's about how I thought it would go. Um, I think it's been good that we've had decent weather and there's only a little bit of rain, but it hasn't really had an effect on the game. So Yeah, I think we lost a session and that was about it. Yeah. It was pretty good. And it, yeah, even now I think they made up for a lot of it by yeah. playing early and playing later and whatnot. But no, I think it's been... Interesting series, and um, we've seen uh, pretty much gone the way we expected, but we've seen a few standouts, especially from um, the Indians. We've had a yeah, Coley's ripped it up. Yeah, Coley and um, uh, who was the other fella? VJ. Oh yeah, yeah, VJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, actually, they batted pretty well, um, considering it's a. It, it, I feel like this is the first time we've seen a new Indian lineup because there's no Tendulkar, obviously, yeah. no um, Rahul Dravid. No VVS Laxman. And VVS Laxman's been the one that's really pelted Australia. Yeah. Um, and they're all gone. And now Dhoni's gone as well. And even um, in their bowling stocks, it seems like they came out with uh, very depleted um, spin selections. Yeah, it's unusual for India. Yeah, I thought for sure they, that they'll be their go-to sort of thing because yeah. their pace was never really that much chopped. I mean, they had fast bowlers, but... Traditionally, their pace attack's been pretty weak, especially coming out here. Although, I think Ishant Sharma, the first time he came out, he was he messed up ponting something good. Yeah, um, yeah I think so. Then he's been Mr. Inconsistent from then on. Yeah, he's sort of followed the same line as Shoy Bakhtar, where he had that raw pace, uh, could never really contain it, and yeah. bowls, consistent line and length. Yeah, um, but, uh, you know, Mitch Johnson was the same once yeah, upon a time, true. then he became the best bowler in the world, so... yeah. And I think another thing with um, the overall series so far is that you can tell the difference in, uh, I don't know what you call it in cricket, but we call them 1%ers in AFL, Yeah, where it seems like they concentrate on batting and bowling and the rest of it, just not really put, yeah. concerned about. It doesn't seem that way. Um, yeah, there's been some shocking fielding, although in the Boxing Day test, there was a couple of dropped catches and missed runouts from Australia that yeah. might have forced a result, but um, yeah. yeah, in the day, I think I read India have won one out of their last 21 away tests. Jesus. So, they're, yeah, they're pretty happy just to play, know, on, dirt. <laughs> play on their their own dust bowls and build up, you know, um, Sri Lanka and Bangladesh whenever they feel like yeah. it. And Try to make some cash out of the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. IPL, whatever they call it these days. Oh, same thing. Yeah. But, you know, the Boxing Day test, I thought, was um, an interesting test in regards to the wicket that they employed. I yeah, docile. Yeah, it's a bit too true, I think. Didn't see much variation in bounce or even the cracks didn't open up quick enough and it just didn't seem to offer a lot for um, a result out of a five-day match. Yeah, I reckon there's been some suggestion that those kind of pitches seem to follow India around the world. Yeah. But I, I don't understand why people would suggest that because, like I just said, 21 yeah. test matches, they won one. And I noticed, I remember them, they were said on the broadcast that um, Clark was saying that they didn't actually... Um, sort of get in touch with the curator, that's what he says, and yeah. organise the pitches. And I thought, well, I thought that would be the first thing you would do. Like, I thought that was an accepted sort of aspect of cricket. Oh, we, I think, you know, you go talk to the curator, then you talk to the bookies, you get yeah. it all sorted out, <laughs> and then you go, you know, and, and deny everything. So, yeah, I think he's done it all right there. Yeah. And I saw we had the instance of people getting kicked out of the match for, um, what do they call it? Ball by ball betting or something like that. Yeah, uh, spot they, betting. Spot betting. Yeah, where they um they take advantage of the delay in transmission between broadcasts from here in India. <laughs> That's yeah, but how can you be that dumb yeah. to, to not factor that in? And the thing is, if you're a bookie taking bets on individual balls, you're an idiot anyway. 
You deserve to have your money taken off you. Yeah. If you're going to put that much risk into it, then I'll get fucked. And you know there's a, a delay between... Yeah. Oh, that's just stupid. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, you just open yourself up. There's one guy, I think he's been kicked out of three ovals so far. He's been banned because they just catch him. Obviously, the whoever's looking around the crowd, they catch him sitting there with a laptop and um, taking, puts entering the results of each ball and sending them out to whoever's on the other end of it. And yeah, he's been kicked out of three grounds and apparently he's still trying to get back in. <laughs> He hasn't heard of mobile phones? No, that's I would have thought. If you just had like a little iPad or yeah, you know, no one's going to give a tablet, shit. Yeah, no one even noticed. Oh, you're going to kick everyone out on, on their iPhone, then not going to be. Yeah, there's going to be anybody left. Although, yeah, it's hard to get signal at the MCG. So that that's that's, that's true. That's the amazing thing. He can get signal there. Yeah, true. I don't think they should hire him. <laughs> yeah, be, like the casinos <laughs> hiring the cheats to work security. Yeah. Hire him to work out how the bloody hell he gets um. A, a mobile signal at the MCG. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure Tom Waterhouse probably got him signed up. <laughs> we'll see him on. He'll be the um, inside guide, whatever you call him, on the um, broadcasts. Yeah, I'm glad that hasn't followed over. Yeah, I'm glad. Just, yeah, I haven't heard much about him lately. Good. <laughs> Stick it again. No, because they um, they had him on the commentary team for the Channel Nine for the NRL for yeah, a little while. Yeah, yeah, it didn't last long. No, turns out he's not that interesting. No, no, boring as batshit, really. Um. And Steve Smith goes from strength to strength. Yeah, he's just can't really do anything wrong at the moment. A lazy 190-odd in the first innings. Yep. Um, got out in ridiculous fashion just for the sake of it. Um, he just can't do any wrong. No, it seems like what really gets him out is fatigue. Seems like he's had enough. Boredom. And yeah. yeah. Averaging 145 for, for the series. Ain't too bad. Yeah. Um, if it weren't for Brendan McCullum scoring fuck knows how many runs over in oh, New Zealand, yeah. he'd be the number one going around last year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And just the way that he does it, it doesn't show a whole lot of weakness and just real determination. It doesn't matter what bowlers are there. Because one of the things that I thought was maybe if he was up the order, it might be different facing um, those bowlers. But the thing is, with scoring 195, you're facing a new ball. You're, you're facing, facing everything. The best bowlers, yeah. so. uh, and he's back number four now. He's not, um, you know, seven or eight where he yeah. used to be. Yeah, and... Making a real case to take that number three spot too, especially when you look where Clark's going to come back in. Yeah, well, um, Clark won't be back in for the next one, sure, um, certainly. Mm. Um, which um, you know, if you go from one end of the scale, um, the number current number three spot is held by Watson. Yep, who uh, finally passed the fifty mark for the first time in the series. Made it look hard too. It made it look very difficult, and he got to fifty two. Um, <sighs> you don't think he's going to get dropped for the fourth one though, do you? It just well, doesn't feel like he is. No. It seems like that um, they've got stuck to the maximum. For it. If it ain't broke, then there's not really a whole lot of point in changing it. Yeah. But, um, I've, I've got the series stats up here, and he has the 11th highest... Uh, sorry, the 10th highest Australian batting average for the series. It would be 11th, but Josh Hazelwood hasn't got out yet. Oh, really? So he hasn't got an average. <laughs> he's got average, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not really that great. No. And, I mean... He's played a little bit of a role with the ball, but it's not enough to warrant keeping him in the test side, I don't, I don't believe. Well, he's been good with the ball, but he's got two wickets, but he's yeah. tied up at the end and he's done okay. Yeah. But we haven't really been struggling with yeah. the ball either. Yeah, so. exactly. And I mean, well, yeah, our bowlers have been doing a good enough job that we need a part-timer just to break it up here and there, but we've got enough people that can do that as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'd like to see um, somebody else come in. Yeah. And at the number three spot, like a Cowan or, or yeah. something, but I just can't see it happening. No, no, I think they'll just um, sort of worry about getting this test out of the way, and we've got the World Cup coming up as well, don't we? It's uh, yeah, um, and, and you just know it's a dead rubber. The fourth test, he, he's yep. he's due for a hundred. Yeah, you, you can book it. Yeah, plus um, Johnson's not playing; he's out, so that gives another chance, I reckon. Yeah, um, Johnson being out, it. It happens a lot now. It's like, uh, this game doesn't matter. Yeah. Mitch, have a rest. Yeah. You really do keep him um, just for the for the ones that matter. Yeah, and it seems like it's it could even be a lifestyle thing with Mitch as well. I'm sure he gets pretty annoyed at having to travel around and he's had a bit of domestic problems over the years. So I think he's got it sorted now. I haven't, yeah. haven't heard about it in Women's Weekly for yeah. a little while. Yeah, well, that's true. I've kind of stopped my subscription, so yeah. I've been keeping up to date with the news. Oh, it's all online now. Um yeah, but he's had a weird series too, though, because he, he seems to be uh, three or four Ks slower than he was last year. Yeah, yeah, he does seem to be missing a little bit of that raw pace, but it seems like um, the Indians didn't have a whole lot of fear coming into it. Um, no. He didn't have that same mental advantage that he had over the Sri Lanka, uh, the South Africans and the English, but um, 
It was still did enough to rattle him here and there. Yeah, I mean, last year he took, I think, 37 wickets in a five-test series against um, England, um, yeah. a, a series where he shouldn't have been playing anyway. Yeah. Um, so you are comparing it to sort of the ideal. Yeah. So, yeah, he came down a little bit from last season, but you had to because you couldn't yeah, go up. Yeah, exactly. And at the end of the day, we haven't lost, so you can't really complain because he's doing his role and the team's playing well as a team. It's just a matter of... Um, He's still averaging 35, which is probably 10 runs more than he, oh, yeah. he should be, you know, yeah. with the ball. Yep. Um, but he's put in some of the bats. Um, yeah, what's his average with the bat? 44. It's not too bad. Yeah, 45. Decent average these days. Yeah, top scorer in, in the 80s. Um, which has been the other funny thing. Um, the Australian tail has yeah. been amazing this year. Yeah. Um, Ryan Harris got man of the match for the Boxing Day test. Um, yeah. Because he had 80-odd... Uh, um, scored eighty odd in the first innings and picked up, uh, I think, a, a four and a three for, yep, yep, uh, or something like that. Um, it's just, I don't think anybody hates Ryan Harris. No, yeah. he's no. just one of those guys who just you know just gives it a hundred percent. You know what? Yeah, he's like the old workhorse. Exactly. Yeah, but it seems like it's a point of pride amongst the tail of Australia about scoring runs. It's almost as if you've got that healthy competition amongst them all, where they actually really strive to be good batters. Yeah, uh, and really work at it. And um, it, it's not just the old tail ender coming in, swinging a miss or, or yeah. whatever. Um, although there is some of that. Some of them are there. They're really setting up and constructing a proper innings. And yeah, they're even saying that Mitchell Johnson used to be a, an opening batsman in the junior grade, so he's not too shabby with the bat. Yeah, I think they do, used to do a lot of things in the junior grade. Yeah, this is true. It always seems to come up with somebody, oh, you used to do this, you know, you used to open the bat in under 14s. So, yeah. You know, don't give a shit. And then again, if you're playing for Australia, generally at those ages, you just dominated yeah, everything anyway. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you open the batting and the bowling. Yeah. And yeah. Sometimes you're keeping off your own. And you're the captain and you're probably scoring too. Yeah, um, let's see. Uh, I think out of the bowlers that have got 50, um, I think Hazelwood and Lyon are the only two that haven't uh, past half century yet. Hang on, I'll just I got the stats here. Yeah, Hazelwood's not um, too crap with the bat, so you, you'd say he's definitely capable of getting there if he had a decent crack. Well, he hasn't got out yet. Yeah, in his Test career. But yeah, th- th- those two are the only two bowlers that haven't. Uh, oh, well, and and Siddle, who only played the first Test. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just from an Indian standpoint, that must be so frustrating. You finally get you know seven or eight down yep. for decent runs. Um, and then there's another hundred run partnership. Yeah, and I mean, they didn't they didn't take twenty wickets in a match, so they had not won shit. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I don't even know there were a few innings where they didn't even get ten wickets. So it's pretty hard to win a match when you can't take the wickets. Yeah, <laughs> can't, exactly. That's yeah. What it comes down to, um, you know, before last year, um, that was pretty much Australia's problem too. Yeah, just couldn't take twenty wickets in a match. Yeah, um, but they got nineteen in the last one, so there's yeah. a, they got more wickets than Australia did. Yep. Um, but you know it's uh, the game played out for a draw so yeah. that's kind of what happens it didn't really look like it was going to get a result really no nah, you felt that way after sort of day three um, so there's a little bit of controversy around that they reckon that um, playing for the draw was the wrong thing to do um, from Steve Smith what, what's your take on it because it's a four match series um, it's the third match you've won the first two so a draw means you win the series Yeah, and obviously that's what they were doing on the you know, late day four, early day five. Yeah. It's just batting out so that they couldn't lose. Yeah. Um, and then if we get 10 wickets, we get 10. Yeah. I think what really might have sort of set that up was the previous day where there was a bit of rain around. Bit, so yeah. they didn't get a chance to declare in the afternoon and, and put them in for, you know, half session or something and try and take the wickets then. They still batted for ages, you yeah. know, Friday morning. Did they bat an entire... Yeah, yeah, yeah they session, declared at about. lunch. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty obvious, like, um, that... They, they weren't giving them a sniff. Yeah, and I think they only declared because um, they took a wicket and then they called lunch and they're like, oh, all right, we'll battle the player here. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. I, you always want to see him go for the win, but I can understand why he always went, nah, we've got to take the series. Yeah, the series wins, the series win. And yeah. to be honest, we'd, it'd been an entertaining enough test. Yeah. Um, anybody that reckons that they were um, robbed of a result alright it's going a bit far yeah and uh, I, I don't I don't believe that Smith would have just made that decision of himself no you know of course I mean? not it would have consulted everyone it would have been a team yeah. decision that yeah we've had enough we've had a gutful I'm going to say he would have been sitting next up. to Buffalo and I'm sure Michael Clark was still floating yeah. around yeah. Yeah, ducking out of the commentary box to go yeah. hey guys and at the end of the day you're going to talk to your bowlers do you reckon you can take these wickets and they're going to tell you yes or no yeah and you're going to take that into account but you never know what happened behind closed doors so 
people seem to make it a personal attack on Smith, which I think was just ridiculous. Oh, you've got to say something to bring him down. Yeah. You can't let me go <laughs> yeah. too far ahead. Yeah. Because it's stupid to think that first first captain, first game captain, you're going to just make those decisions of yourself. Nah, of course there's going to be some consultation amongst the team and the, the management and that sort of stuff. It's been like, um, I actually got to watch a lot of this test. Um, it was great. It was fine. Yeah, um, there was yeah. nothing spectacular about it. It was solid no. from start to finish. It was just good cricket. It was yeah. a good display of batting from both teams. And you had a fair flat track that you could, you know, really yeah, utilize you, your, all your shots and that on. You've got to start. You could go on with it. You know, there's quite a few centuries made, so for both sides. Yeah. And the crowds were good as well. Like, people came along and enjoyed it. So, yeah. Well, for as long as the rain stayed away. Yeah. Um, Mitch Marsh. Second man Ooh. run out for ninety, uh, not sorry. Second man out for ninety nine in the series. Yep, yep. Um, talked himself out of it. You reckon? Yeah, it was just a little bit too eager just to get over the line. Just a, a nice little quick single for your ninety uh, for your hundredth run. Yeah, um, I reckon he was just sitting there for too long. Yeah, yeah. I think he just got a bit too. He just wanted to get over and done with. Yeah, and continue on with his innings. I, I think it would have been his first hundred in Australia. Really? Too, so um, yeah. Anyway. You, the good thing is you get another chance in Sydney. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, nice. Uh, well, actually, it's not as small as it used, any, uh, used to be in Sydney now. Um, but uh, last time India um, came out, yeah. um, Clark scored 329 not out in Sydney oh, that's against right. India. So, yeah. Smith, you got, you got your, you know, the benchmarks there. Yeah, you'd be able to give the rest of the team a rest to <laughs> stick him in number one. Just have a slap. Yeah, go on. Um so on the other side though, um, Virat Kohli is absolutely killing it. Yeah. Um, there's been some gentle sledging on yeah. the ground. I've got no fucking problem with it. Nah, I think it's great to see. And I'm loving that the Indians aren't, aren't stepping back. Yeah, They're yeah, just yeah, giving yeah. it straight back to it. I think it's great. With a smile yeah. all the way. Yeah. And I love how, not even wait until they face a the ball, which is as soon yeah. as they walk across the line, it's going on, mate. Yeah. You he's, he's walking into the crease, having yeah. a chat to the next bloke that comes in. I, the commentators are saying, oh, you know, that's the captain's can, he's the only one that can talk. Yeah. And, well, he's, he's captain now, so he can yeah, do it all yeah, he likes. It. So now he's got a bit of practice, so he's yeah. done his apprenticeship, and he's ready to go full on sledge mode. But he's doing it with a smile, and and, yeah. um, and he's scoring runs, so it doesn't yeah. matter. And the fact is that it's got people talking about it, so it's developing the interest in the game. And, you know, I'm sure it works with some people, but some people which it don't, don't work. So you've got to be yeah. smart enough to realize, hang on, we've just stirred this guy up and he's going to smash us. So yeah. um, maybe cut out the sledging for a couple of overs. The, uh, Freddie Flintoff was on the commentary last night on the Big Bash. Oh, yeah. He was saying, you know, there's just guys, you just don't do it. Yeah. Like, you, you don't talk to Warner because yeah. he gets angry. He's going to start slapping him over the fence. <laughs> yeah. Um, Freddie Flintoff, he wasn't too bad on the lip as well. He'd give out a decent sledge. He'd be a funny lad. I reckon he'd sledge himself sometimes. Yeah, yeah. His commentary has been great in the Big Bash, especially where he's been mic'd up playing. Yeah. That's been hilarious. Ah, he's a, he's a good lad. Mm. Um, oh, give that bloody pen out. Um, so this test also marked the re- retirement of MS Dhoni. Yeah, he seems just disinterested from the start. You can tell by his captaincy. He didn't really seem interested in being aggressive and putting thought into the game. See, I don't know. I, it looks like this has been one of the first times an Indian team's come out here and actually actively tried to take it up to Australia yeah. for, for the most part. But then again, um, there's been a lot of times where they've gone uh, eight sweepers. You know, we'll, we'll try and get the last two wickets at the other end. Yeah, yeah. And you just go, oh, what the fuck? What's the point? Well, that's what I thought is they, they just didn't have that killer instinct enough. They didn't, when they had, like, get a wicket, then put everyone around the batsman. Yeah. They, that pressure up. They had it, you know, and they get the first six or something. And then um, Ryan Harris would come out and score an 80. And they go, oh, fuck this. Yeah. yeah. And you just see it drop it so quickly. Yeah. And the first thing they'll do is take a slip out, moving along on or somewhere like that. And it's like, you've you got to be prepared to go for a few runs to take those wickets. Yeah. That's just the way it is. And then in the second innings, you know, they got Smith caught it down to that leg slip. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, at least they tried something. They had a plan and yeah. it looked like a silly plan, but it worked, so it's not silly anymore. And it wasn't the only one that got caught on the leg slip as well. No, yeah. there was a couple. I saw them employ that tactic a, a few times and I haven't seen it work like that for years. Well, actually, uh, I was watching last night. It, um, Carberry, last year in the Ashes, got caught down leg slip. Oh, okay. Um, I think it was the Adelaide test. I can't remember. Yep. Um, but it was by coincidence that I was watching highlights last night and I saw it and I went, oh, shit, you know, it worked yeah. just 12 months ago. But it is still one of those things that... Even the commentators then were saying, I can't remember the last time, you know, a leg slip worked like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, um, uh, MS Dhoni is, I think he's won more tests 
as captain for India than any other captain before. Yeah. Which I think says more about how they've shuffled their captains around recently. Yeah, exactly. But, um, he's always felt like a, a one-day player and a T20 specialist that's sort of fell into ca- uh, test cricket. Yeah, I think he was just having to be the best player on the team when the, there was a, a captain's job available. And as soon as you're yeah. captain, you're forced to... And, you know, all, all, all like games. Tendulkar was captain for a little bit and then gave it up and Rahul yeah. Dravid retired. And I yeah. don't think VVS Laxman was keen on the role. And no. So they had all these... And, and Saywag. Saywag was the other yeah, one. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, so they had all these absolute superstars yeah. and uh, sort of gone now and yeah. he, he was the one that was left but you know he's making fuck knows how much money oh yeah he had no dramas about that whatsoever on that side of it so yeah plus like, I like seeing him he's a good cricketer and he's interesting to watch play so he's always forcing the issue when he with a bat in the hand yeah yeah. so that's why um, I, mean, I wonder what, how it would have turned out had he not been captain how he's batting and performances would have changed but I think on the whole it's been good but looking forward you've got Coley there who's definitely got his he's, own he's ready yeah his own culture um, that he's going to implement and, yeah and, and he's not that old either so hopefully you, you're probably going to get 8 to 10 years out of him yeah and, as captain and he's got that aggressive attitude so I hope that translates it through his captaincy he's um yeah and that like I said that little cheeky oh, I'm going to take you on yeah just keep, um, just keep it, nipping at him just smells like ponting yeah, reckon, yeah so. doesn't it yeah he's almost like uh, Hayden like a uh, Almost like a Valentine or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Little fuckers always at you. I can't believe how much he's smiling when he's doing it. That's yeah, why yeah. he's going to be the new one that we love to hate. Yeah, yeah. And you need those people on other teams. You need them to be good. That's what creates the interest in the game and creates that rivalry. Yeah, if you're just smacking them all the time, there's no fucking point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it'll be interesting to see how a spinner's doing um, in Sydney because it's been known for it to be a spinning track. Well, it's always traditionally been, you know, take two spinners to Sydney, but... Yeah. Um, in the last few years, it's sort of, you know, all the pitches started to look a little bit alike. You know, yeah. has it hasn't has it really happened. Yeah. But um, Ashton Agar has been added to the squad. Yeah. Which would be interesting because um, I'd love to see him play two spinners. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I can't remember the last time we did it. We've been struggling to find one spinner. Yeah. But um, if... I, hopefully he gets... He plays because there's no other reason to add him to the squad unless you're going to play two spinners. Because yeah, yeah. you're not dropping Lyon. Yeah. Because he's actually the leading wicket taker. Yeah, for he's Australia. been doing very well. Yeah, like for an off spinner, he's been actually turning the ball, a turning fair the way. ball a bit. Yeah, which we haven't seen from a yeah. finger spinner for God knows how long. And also, he's been working on different variations as well as he's as he's like going to the match. He's I don't know if he's been sort of saddled up next to Warney or something, but he's seems like he's changed into a much more thinker of how he constructs his, constructs his overs and sort of plans his attack yeah. on each batter. So nineteen wickets he's taken, and the next closest is Johnson with thirteen, who won't be playing. So. Yeah. He plays. Yeah. That's just, unless there's an injury that we haven't heard of, which yeah. you know is highly unlikely because we would have heard it. Um, yeah. But the other thing I'd like to see Ashton Agar play because um, there's just more runs in the tail yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a good batter. Yep. Um, I, it's just going to be so frustrating for the And he's just got the right attitude as well. Like even when he scored that 99. 99 on yeah. debut, yeah. And your dad's like, well, you know. It's the way it goes. It's the way it goes, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it sucks, but what can you do? So um, I don't think... It doesn't sound like he's going to be a direct replacement for Johnson, though. Yeah. Um, so somebody else is going to miss out. And I can't say Hazelwood or Ryan Harris um, doing that. Maybe Ryan Harris will have a rest. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, the new bowler is going to be either Stark or Siddle. Yeah. Now, Stark, I reckon, will probably get it because yeah. it's his home track and he's a left armour. Yeah. That's what I think will be in his favour. Um, but Which is a bit of a shame because I would have liked to see Siddle get another game. Yeah, me too. It's always good to see Siddle up there. Um, it just seems he's gone a bit out of fashion with the selectors. Well, he played in the first test and was average. Like, he was the worst of our bowlers, yeah. but our bowlers you know, did well. Yeah. Um, and then they decided because of the uh, tight schedule, he'd have a rest for Brisbane. Yeah. Um, and then Hazelwood did well, so you're not going to drop him. Yep. Um, so he's sat the next one out as well. He's just and, stuck on, on deck, more or less. Yeah, and he's not playing IP, uh, sorry, uh, Big Bash League or anything like that. And there's no Sheffield Shield cricket, so... Yep. You know, he's just bowling nets. Just relaxing for a bit <laughs> during the summer. But if he doesn't get back in soon, um, he might not get back in at all. Yeah. And it seems like we've had a lot of Australian fast bowlers just sort of fade away like that. Like we haven't heard much out of Hilfen House and bowlers like that who just tend to drift off and you just never see yeah. them back again. I mean, yeah, Hilfy was a bit weird because um, I don't think we've had anybody swing the ball as good as he could. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we sort of needed him when... Uh, 
especially on the English pitches where reverse swing was becoming so important. Yeah. Um, you know, and we didn't have anybody else that could do it. Yep. But I mean, he's, he, he is playing in the big bash league and just sort of, eh, he's there. Yeah. Um, but I, I, not even in the conversation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that he should be up for selection or anything, but it's just funny how the, a lot of bowlers just fall out of favor, not because they're going crap, just because it's hard to slot them back in when other bowlers are going well. There's only a couple of spots, aren't there? And next thing you know, they're 33 and that's it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, and they're looking at the next um, generation as well. You know, they've always been talking about Pattinson and, and Cummings and yeah. uh, coming on. Um, you know, and Starks had the start-stop um, test career so far. Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see which way they go. I'd like to see Siddle get one more. Because um, yep. I think especially him and Harris together are, are very similar. And that yeah. might be yep. might be the, the reason they go for the taller left armour. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's, yeah, it's mainly horses, of course, isn't it? Whereas yeah. Sydney... Yeah, you're not really going to fit him in amongst that lineup, when especially when you're going to hopefully try and play two spinners. Uh, yeah, I'd rather much that that'd be my preference. Yeah. See the two spinners. But having said that, um, Sydney Test, I reckon we're going to see another draw. Yeah, yeah, so do I. I think lots of runs, and we've got the Ashes in the middle of the year, don't we? Yep, this, this year so. over in England. Um, and I was just reading before that um, uh, Chris Rogers yep. is named that as his. Um, farewell series really um, I imagine he'll still be in the side then but yeah he said that, that'll do me oh, he, he's old enough so this will be his last test in Australia either way oh okay there you go um, so uh, there's a opening batsman spot available post Ashes or you know maybe even during the Ashes yeah um, that somebody like a Cowan might slot into yeah and I mean I would have thought that he he would have been sort of in a bit of a tussle for that opening spot for the Ashes tour, yeah, we he's done the minimum yeah. to, to keep his spot. I think, yeah, um, you know, he did okay. What he score? Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. One hundred percent online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. 80-odd or 90-odd in the last yeah, test. I think it was about that. Maybe even cracked a ton, I can't remember. But, I mean, we oh, haven't, no, been, scored. We haven't been short on runs either, so yeah, makes it a bit easier. Um, and Warner's been, he's got a couple of centuries. Yeah. So his partner down the other end has done all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a guy that got a late start to his career and now it's going to wrap up. Um, he's got to be happy with himself, I think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we've got, he's only just sort of come on the radar and managed to make a living out of it and he's 37, yeah. so yeah. it's not too bad. Um, he's uh, very big over in England and the English pitches will suit him, so hopefully he goes out on a high. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think Fourth Test. Um, you know, starting uh, teams will be named today or tomorrow. I think. Um, so just looking at that, to if they go the two spinners or not. But I'm, I think it's a draw. You think it's a draw? Yeah, yep. I, I think they get a result, and I think it's only because the two sides are such good batting lineups. Yeah, it's just hard to get them out and because when you score four hundred and plenty on the first innings and they always get chased down, it's it's really hard to get a result for yeah. the rest of the match. Yeah, especially the pitches just haven't been that um, nasty. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, that, that'll be the, the test summer then. Um, have you caught much of the Big Bash League this season? Not as much as I should, but I've been watching here and there. It's, it, been, it's been interesting. It's great the way they've set it up that there's a game on every day. Yep, um, yep. You're sort of like, oh yeah, I'll go watch the cricket tonight. Yeah. There's been some crackers. Yeah. Um, I watched um, the Brisbane Heat and Hobart Hurricanes game yeah, Friday night. Yep. yep. Um, the Heat scored 2-10 and yeah. Hobart chased it down with ease. Yeah. God, that was good that to watch. That was crazy. Yeah, I remember watching it and that was just, there was no dull overs. It was just non-stop. No, bang, everything was bang, on. Bang. Yeah. And poor old, uh, our mate, Freddie. Um, yeah. He got an absolute bounce. I think he got 18 off his first over. Yeah, something, something like that. that. <laughs> um, him being mic'd up is brilliant. Yeah. 
he was so good um, just sitting up in the commentary box last night's game, which was Heat and the Strikers. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, I, he's been really good since he's retired. You know, he's gone and done yeah. half a dozen of his own TV shows. And yeah. he's comment- you see he was commentating the darts the other night. Yeah, I did see that, actually. And uh, somebody got a nine-dart finish, and Freddie's like, I'm in the box, I get to see this. It's <laughs> fucking great. fantastic. He's just a bloke that enjoys life now. Yeah. It's so funny having him um, come over to play Big Bash and do the commentary and comparing it to Kevin Peterson doing the commentary yeah. as well. I love listening to both of them. Yeah, me Don't too. get me wrong. Um, and they're both uh, great players to watch as well. Yeah. But you couldn't find two different people. Yeah. You know, both, um, yeah, former England captains, both yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, and the uh, we got Freddie, he looks like, he sounds like he's got a, a pint in one hand yeah. and a pork pie in the other. Yeah. Um, while KP, you can just smell the private school dripping yeah. off him. Yeah, exactly. Like... Um... Freddie seems like he's one of your blokes you met down the bar and yeah. you bumped into him, had a fight, and then your best mates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been he's great. I, I could uh, I'd like him to commentate everything. Yeah, well, I watched a few episodes of his show. It wasn't too bad. It's pretty funny. Yeah, he, what do you do? Boxing and yeah, yeah and everything. It was kind of like the Shaq versus show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but with Freddie going around the world, yeah, it was interesting enough. And um, he's definitely got the personality to stay within sort of the media side of. Of anything really, yeah. He was on um, the eight out of ten cats Christmas episode. Oh, was he really? Yeah. Um, well, he fit right in on something like that and QI and those sorts of shows. Yeah. Oh, maybe not QI. Maybe you need some retail on there. Always funny. <laughs> They've got Alan Davies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've already got their retail quota sorted. Um, yeah, they over retail sometimes when Johnny Vegas goes on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, he's been fantastic to listen to. Um, but on the Big Bash League, um, this is season four, and I reckon it's cement now. Yeah, it, it's yeah. absolutely in. It's every summer we're going to get all the um, the internationals that want to play it. You yeah. know, especially the West Indians who are looking yeah. for cash. And I mean, they've been doing bloody well too. Yeah, they've been yeah. worth every cent. Um, and enjoying it too. Yeah, um, it was that uh, um, Dwayne Bravo was doing a little dance routine yeah. after every wicket the other night. That was night, awesome, <laughs> which is great. Um, and on the um, the Hobart Hurricanes and the Brisbane Heat game we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the West Indian who faced one ball. Oh, was it Pollard? I, no, it wasn't Pollard. Was, was it night. Sammy? I think it was Sammy. Yeah. yeah was. Um, Darren Sammy. Um, when uh, Bailey was chasing down the runs, he only faced one ball, but yep. you can see he's cheering and pumping his fists <laughs> after every run that was scored. Yeah. It was fantastic because um, it was his last game for him because they all now go off for um, international duties yeah. for the World Cup coming up. Um, but it was just fantastic to see somebody yeah. at the other end just enjoying themselves. And I mean, there's been just moments of individual brilliance all throughout most games. Like the yep. fielding's been sensational. Some of the catches oh, yeah. are the best you've seen to date. Um, that uh, it might have been Pollard actually took the catch off. Uh, no, it wasn't Pollard. Anyway, um, took a catch off Bravo's bowling where um, was it Faulkner hit it? Oh, um, that rocket! That rocket! Yeah, yeah. It barely went above head height. Yeah, it was like Faulkner teed off with a one wood. Yeah, and just struck it straight at him. You can see he, he feared for his life. But yeah, he, he took it. It was a great catch. Um, probably won't feature in catches of the year, but it should. Yeah, but it's only because there's been so many of jumping over the rope and yeah, throwing back in. And, and when you think about what are the hardest, like you know, individual skills to pull off, it seems like that's up there as the top thing at the moment. Is yeah. trying to have the presence to know where the rope is and the keep awareness the to keep it in play or throw it to someone who's nearby. Or, jump up back over the rope well it certainly was one of the things that T20's um, brought in is that the taking the catch isn't as important as stopping that ball yeah, yeah you've exactly. got to stop it going over the rope first because those yeah. extra two runs or, or whatever it yeah. may be um, whereas you know test cricket has always take the catch yeah and yeah they've really nailed the format for a 2020 game and it seems like the teams at, at this point with fourth year have really figured out the strategy to win when you're bowling first or bowling second yeah and it's um it is interesting too. Even the teams have sorted out how to pick a team and, yeah. and who to chase. You know, yep. they're not just chasing. Um, we need big names because that'll put bums on seats. Yeah, uh, there's still a little bit of that going on. Yeah, but if you have a look at like the Adelaide Strikers, who are undefeated at the minute, yep. um, there's good players, no doubt. But yeah. they're not, you know, um, the guys that have had a big um, one day international yeah. career or anything yeah. like that. They're blokes that they're playing 2020. Yeah. Um, you know, and like I said, they're undefeated at the minute, and I reckon they'll go all the way. Yeah, it's kind of a moneyball approach to big bash. Yeah, and it's a sensible thing. Yeah, yeah. and and like like you're saying, where you can get the big stars for bums in seats, but people like cups, like yeah. championships at the end. That's what um, we want to see. 
and uh, this uh, also the Adelaide Strikers have um, striked gold with their New Year's Eve game. Um, oh yeah, sold out Adelaide Oval. Um, and I don't know if you saw, but um, a couple of days before the game, Mark War yep. was lamenting having to go over to Adelaide for New Year's Eve. Was he? And Adelaide Strikers put out an open letter really? saying, "Mate, what are you doing? You're commentating this fucking game. Yeah, we're going to sell out Adelaide Oval. It's going to be pumping. Yeah. You don't want to come here? Don't come. Really? Send someone else who wants to be here." <laughs> I thought Adelaide had done it so well. Yeah, that was a brilliant. perfect response. And that Adelaide Oval looks brilliant at night time. Oh, so yeah. cricket is sensational, and especially when there's not a spare seat in the house. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's making everybody stand up and notice. Yeah, and just the backdrop of, of North Terrace right behind it, and you got um, North Adelaide on the other side. It just looks brilliant. I think it, yeah, it's up there as the best ground to you, watch cricket at. You can't see St Mark's Church anymore, can you? From the ground? No, I don't think so because they have got all the trees and shit there and, yeah, the and stands. stands. Yeah, yeah, but people in the way. Yeah, but the way they've done thought. it, the renovations that they've done to Adelaide Oval, it just fits into the parkland surroundings brilliantly. Like it's not, it doesn't stand out like an eyesore. It just really fits in well with the nature, and I think they've done a top job. And the the locals have supported it, and that's the main yeah. thing. It doesn't matter how good it, the stadium looks yep. if it's empty, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Um, but they're starting to follow it. Um, you yep. know, it's been it's the footy and it's been the cricket as well now. So, yep. um, it's been fantastic. And especially you've got a centralised venue for your sport in Adelaide. I think yeah, it's making a big easy difference. To get to. Yeah, and people people become familiar with that ground. They feel an attachment to that ground, no yep. matter what you know. And, you're going to have the memories of going there with the old man or your kids, going to watch football and the cricket. And you feel that sense of allegiance. Every summer, we go to Adelaide Oval, we watch uh, cricket. Then in yeah. the winter, we watch the footy. It's going to be interesting when the, once the World Cup starts um, to see, you know, I reckon they'll probably still get a, a couple of, you know, 10,000 or so for, um, you know, Sri Lanka versus Bangladesh or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, well, to be honest, by that point, they could be the, the biggest matches because yeah, it could be. we're going to be stuffed from Asian... Asian Cup that's going on with soccer and whatnot. Yeah, like wise. Yeah, oh, okay. Fatigue and then, for the. And then you have people who are going to piss off to England for the Ashes. So after that, yep. yeah. And all the soccer that's coming on, like you yeah. said, the Asian Cup and um, you know the other big games coming up later on in the year as well. Yeah, and definitely the local Indian communities and Sri Lankan communities get behind their team, which is great to see. Yeah, it's been good crowds for the tests. Yeah, um, I was expecting a little bit more though, but you know, still record crowds. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's been um, good support on both teams as well. Yeah, you know, the banter seemed friendly enough. I don't think well, well cricket a few, few times. I didn't really see any trouble. Yeah, it all seemed to be you know. Um, while we're doing um, the big bash league, um, hello cat. Um, Gillies had a, a couple of great ones while he's in the box. Yeah. The other day he was saying that um, hitting the winning runs is the hardest thing to do in cricket. Um, yeah. Think of a few other hard things yeah. that are doing. Yeah. You know, pushing that last single is kind of easy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I reckon bowling the last ball when they need two runs off it is not that simple either. Yeah. But anyway, um, but uh, also he couldn't remember the Mario Brothers names. Really? He, he remembered Luigi, but he goes, what's the other Mario Brothers name? Oh my God. Yeah, because <laughs> there was the Melbourne versus Melbourne game and they're both wearing, uh, one's wearing red, one's wearing green. He goes, looks like the Mario Brothers. Luigi and, what's the other one? <laughs> and the box just went silent. And I was going to say, Gilly didn't take that many shots to the head. Yeah. <laughs> Even Dad looked at me and goes, it's Mario, isn't it? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, you usually expect that from punch-drunk boxers or something yeah, like that. Something like, yeah. From Gilly. But, I mean, he's probably had a few big weekend or whatever, big Christmas. Yeah. Pretty it, be hammered. Who uh, knows? And the rest of them let it slip, so, yeah. Well, that's good for them, because I'll be calling him out on that shit straight away. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know that Twitter did. <laughs> we had a few stuff-ups with the uh, mic'd-up captains as well. Oh, George Bailey, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? Oh, fuck me. Fuck me. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if he saw Pollard with his zip down or what it was. <laughs> I reckon they should let it go. Yeah, me too. Encourage it more. That's why we should be able to commentate cricket live on podcast. Because, I mean, you wouldn't bother listening to the people on radio. No. Um, actually, um, the Channel 10 commentary team's been um, better received than Channel 9. Because Channel 9's been absolute shit. Yeah, it has. But I couldn't imagine sitting there swearing at the cricket for six or seven hours a day. No, know. instead but, of stay home and swear at the commentators. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, gives you something to talk about anyway. Yeah, because I was, I was surprised they got Andy Marr in there. But I mean, I'm guessing he's just the the sort of program guy. Like, he'll make sure everything runs on time. Yeah, and exactly. And, it, and, and then get um, Punter or Junior to chime yeah. in with whatever they've yeah. got. And Junior's been good in there. He's been funny. Yeah, he's been all right. Um, he, he, he mentions horses like Bill Laurie mentions pigeons. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He yeah. <laughs> hates a punt. Yeah, hates it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so I've I've been really impressed, and, and even uh, again going back to Freddie Flintoff, he was saying last year that uh, sorry last night, um, the format's uh, good for the internationals as well because they come out for six weeks. There's a yeah. game on every day. Yeah. Um, they can come in, uh, get their paycheck, play their games, and, and you know give it a decent run, yeah. not just um, hit and run. Yeah. Um, and then go on back to international or whatever else he's bloody doing. Yeah, and it seems like I mean you would think that it's something that those international players look forward to every year. You get to come out to Australia for six weeks of the summer, yeah. have a bit of a hit, and it's not serious, you know what I mean? I mean, you're there, you want well, to win. But... No, it, I think it is serious now. I think they've finally reached that stage it's where, that it's, where it's not hit and giggle anymore. Yeah, um, out there to win. You know, and uh, as much as it was seen as the um, senior players or ex-internationals when it started coming out for a, a quick paycheck to finish off their career, yeah. now they're, um, it's a paycheck. There's also an audition that, for the Indian Premier League or yep. they're going off and playing in, um, you know, the Caribbean 2020 yeah. league. I know Brad Hodge, um, you know, got to face one ball in the Indian Premier League and that was in a practice match yeah. um, before he got injured again. Um, but so it, it is seen as a viable career option now. And I suppose with the strength of um, the Australian dom- domestic cricket, it's a good sort of proving ground for yourself yeah. to get some real form against top class opponents. And, yeah. Um, set yourself up for the, the rest of the year. Um, it, it is funny. Usually with sports, it's um, you know we've seen that the A League's done well, but it, it's still um, it still struggles to get you know the uh, the, the real big numbers because it's yeah. not as good as the English Premier League or La Liga or Bundesliga or anything like this. Yeah. So it, it's a it is still a second rate um, league. Um, the Big Bash League, you'd have to say, is probably the second best T Twenty league. Um, going around because yeah. of Indian Premiership League, yeah. the Premier League is, is so much more money. Yeah, that, that's what it comes down to is that, I mean, at the end of the day, people are going to follow the, follow the dollars because they need it. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, and that's um, that's how sports run. Um, yeah. And there's no problems with that. Um, yeah. But it is good to see that, um, you know, people are taking the Big Bash League seriously and they're coming out to, you know, try and get themselves a good price for the next auction at, yeah. uh, in the IPL. And I mean, the main difference for me about watching the IPL and watching Big Bash is just the crowd uh, interaction with the game. Yep. I just hate when you go to the subcontinent and all you hear is, meh, 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 just for the whole match. Yeah. Like, can't you just clap when they do something good and shut the fuck up for the rest it's, of the game? It's almost like, guys, this is a Vuvuzela. Give that a go. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. less annoying than what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. well, I, don't, I don't know what they're doing to make all this racket the whole time. Like, what do you do when you go, what do you do when you go to the cricket there? Yeah, was, well, cricket's always been that, you know, sit back and enjoy game rather than... Yeah. Um, but yeah, all right, you know, if they, they're happy and that's what they're doing, they're yeah. paying yes. their... Maybe not big drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, they're not having kebabs, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the Big Bash has been going good, so yeah. you can't really complain. Um, I think it's only going to get better. Our, uh, I think Adelaide will win it. Um, yeah. You know, Sydney Sixers are coming second at the minute, but yep. um, I, can't, I can't see... Um, those two dropping it, yeah, dropping it from here, and Adelaide should go all the way. Yep, yeah, and I think another good thing about Big Bash is you kind of get a little bit of a reset each season because yep. you get like different internationals come across, and yeah, you won't just see the same teams with the same players every year. Yeah, at the same time, it is a little bit weird in that respect because you you don't have um, you, I mean, there's still locals that pay for each team, yeah, but um, it's hard to cheer against a side when those guys are going to go then play on for Australia. Yeah, so it is. Um, even though they are all trying to win, there is that little bit of friendliness yep. about it, yeah. um, which is fine though, um, yeah. as long as the cricket's good, which it has been. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense because for me, I, I enjoy watching it and I'll watch it whenever it's on, but I don't have a team. I haven't picked a team. Yeah, I don't really I, either. I never actually occurred to me to pick a team. You just yeah. enjoy watching every match. And, you know, you go to a game if you can get to one. Yeah, and the thing is, I watch all the matches. Yeah. So I'm interested in all of them. Yeah. There's always players I'm interested in each team and most of them put on a good show I mean occasionally you get someone who just you know has a mulligan and they just have a shit game but you know a few and far between these days they've never really figured out the format or somebody dances halfway down the pitch and leaves one <laughs> yeah yeah that wasn't that a cracker oh I'll tell you what I reckon nobody's reminded him of it no nah, no way it was just a brain fart and a half yeah um, I think you know one of the other um, great performers has been Ben Dunk um, yep. you know for, for Hobart he was smacking him the other night yep. um, if he's not looking at um, you know uh, Australian selection for even the, for the World Cup. Yeah, I think they've got to, they've got to look at him because he's just doing too well. There's been big raps on cutting as well from people in the know. Yep, they reckon that he can whack on a mile. Yeah, even international players said that they, he's one of the biggest hitters they've seen in the nets. Um, yeah, so hopefully we we should see that flow on. Yeah, even though um, 
what it's the World Cup is one day is not um, T20s. Yeah. Hopefully, we see a few of them um, sneak in. It'll be interesting because this World Cup will be really the first one we've had after the real influence of T20 on yeah, cricket throughout, I, I think throughout, so. throughout all. So it'll be interesting to see how it's played. And are they still going to use that same format where you get the new ball after 20 overs or whatever it is? 25, 25 I overs? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. I haven't um, read otherwise. Because I, I like that idea. I like yeah, trying to... the ball hard. Yeah, and trying to eliminate just that dull period where you're just pushing singles for yeah. 20 overs. Well, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, everyone's worried about when T20 came in, it was going to ruin test cricket. Um, yeah. I don't think it's done that at all, but it no. certainly has usurped um, one-day cricket. Yeah, I'd definitely. rather watch a T20 match than a one-day. Yeah, I'm still not, not sure. I like one-days because there's still that little bit of, of we would just say, like setting up an innings. Whereas yeah. Big Bash, there's none of that. You just go out there and whack it. But generally, you see the scores ain't. They're a huge difference between totals for what they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of times for the one-days, you'll see 200, 220. Yeah. That, and, for a one day it's really got to get up towards that 300 mark for you to start to think wow okay they've done something here it's got got to get up to 300 for you to be interested in watching the second innings almost yeah Yeah. Um, I mean the other thing good with one day is is you can actually see people um, try and get centuries and that kind of stuff which is really rare in in the T20s it's sort of they're working for 40s yeah oh he's got 40 off 20 that's amazing yeah a lot of time you're looking at your strike rate that's what's more important more important like wow, man, he's got twenty off of ten. That's awesome. Yeah, and um, that's twenty runs, but so you got him. The other thing in the Big Bash League, um, why are the Melbourne team so shit? Um, yeah, that's a good point because <laughs> you would think if any teams would, would have the talent around this, the the dressing rooms to be able to have a good score to be them. But again, it, it looks like they've picked people on reputation. Yeah, and it's starting yeah. to. It's not looking good at all. No. Um, the uh, the stars were without a victory until they faced the Renegades in the local <laughs> derby and bowled them out for fifty seven. Yeah, that was shocking. That was terrible. Um, the one good thing about it, I thought, was and something maybe it is a little bit more unique to T Twenty was um, you know after you've just lost five for twenty or whatever it was, yeah. the the six wicket coming in are still trying to hit runs. Yeah, because yeah. what what's the point? What else are you gonna do? Yep. You know, let's consolidate here for what. And over, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just get my eye in for six balls, and then we'll we'll have a go. Yeah. So they were still trying to score the runs, yeah. um, which made it, you know, made them collapse again. But yeah, but that's what you want to see. You live by the sword, you would die by the sword. Yeah. And that's just the theme of T Twenty. Yeah, lose by little, lose by a lot doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um. You know, you got to go for the win to make the the finals. So yeah. even though it was a bit shit, um, result getting bowled out for fifty seven. I thought mm. at least the attitude was there. Um, yeah. You know, it was still careless shots and whatnot, but yeah, they were trying to win. Yeah, that's it. And you see, I mean, that's just the event of T20 is that you have to be all that aggressive, otherwise you just don't win. Yeah. I mean, and you know, you're going to fall short a couple of times and that's just the way it is. Yeah, exactly. Take it on the chin. Um, but that was a funny game too. Cause I think Kevin Peterson um, caught it perfectly when they cause had him mic'd up. Yep. And they said, um, you know, uh, the Renegades just didn't bowl well um, with the new ball. Mm. Um, let too many runs and too many wides go. And uh, mm. when it was their turn, they bowled well. And kept it tight, and um, Renegade started skying a few, and they yeah. held onto the catches, and that was it. Yep. Um, so yeah, I thought he caught it well. Yeah, and that's like one of the differences between the one days and the T20s is that if you have a little bit of a collapse, you don't have any time to consolidate. No, and build you it up. Got to get back on. Get back in there. Yeah. Which I mean, it's not not necessarily a bad thing. No, keep uh, it exciting, but yeah. especially hard in the second innings because you know if it's the first innings, yeah. you go, all right, we're not getting a big score, but at least let's just get something we can defend. Yeah. In the second innings, it's just, well, we've got to get those runs. Yep. <laughs> it just doesn't matter beyond that. Yep. It should be it'd be interesting to see a, a T20 set up as a test match where you play two innings back-to-back. Right. So, yeah. That's just, that's just would, a thought. Instead of a one-dayer, you'd have a T20 set up in that format. Yeah. yeah it would be interesting. So, yeah. um, it'll take the same amount of time. I'm sure there'd be yeah. some local leagues or something that have given it a go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you're still dealing with, what, 40 overs a side. Yep. Um, you know, with an, obviously an extra innings break. Yeah. Um, do, do you reckon that um, somebody could force the follow one <laughs> yeah. in, in a T20? Yep. Okay, yeah. that definitely happened. I reckon, you know, if you let's say um, you're up by 150 on the first innings. Yeah. Um, just keep going. Keep, yeah. yeah, just belt them in. <laughs> all right, guys, you need 400. <laughs> yeah. Way go. Good, Good luck. luck to you. <laughs> but yeah, that was something different you could play around with. Um, I mean, it, obviously, one of the big draws of T20 was that it takes just the three hours. And you yeah. can go in after work and still get home at an early hour. Um, playing two innings sort of takes that away. Yeah, but that's true. At the same time, um, 
if that's more interesting than a straight 50 over game then yeah. you know gets people in uh, be be something to consider anyway yeah and I think for the internationals where they only play one or two T20s anyway it's not a legitimate competition yeah that's the other funny thing I don't get the T20 um, domestic leagues around the world are taking off yeah um, but it still hasn't really cracked international yeah because yeah. um, you know we had five one days against um, South Africa yep. and we had a T20 or, yeah, or two so. I can't remember, but it wasn't many. One or two. Yeah. Um, the other way, guys. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. Yep. Um, it just, I don't know why they're, they're insisting on going that down that path. Maybe it's because the World Cup's around the corner. Yeah. Um, but I don't know why we don't play more international T20s. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's a great way to kick off the summer as well. Like, yeah. you played them at the start, where you get the interest in it and people are excited about it. It seems like a good segue into your test matches and then your one days. Yeah, I mean, test matches are always going to be the focal point for me. Yeah, me too. Because um, yeah. it... Um, a test match is like an absolute titanic struggle yeah that's uh, it. and to get that one win you yeah. know it takes five days or you know four if if they're on well, that's it but i think that um t20s weren't brought around for necessarily for the established cricket fans trying to get new people in yeah, into yeah. the game and that so i think for the established cricket fans test matches will always be the ones that they appreciate the most and that's because you understand the ebbs and flows of what happens in a, in a match of cricket and it is it's a days. titanic struggle yeah you know, it is it's not the one night stands of the T20s. Yeah, and just when you saw, like, not the last test match from before, where, you know, it goes to five days, but that whole test match hinged on Mitchell Johnson's batting and bowling yeah. thrown over. And that, that was it. And then, yeah, and then it, it actually ra- it was. wrapped up in four days. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I was pissed off because I was in Brisbane for oh, the fifth right. day. Yeah. yeah, couldn't go. Um, well, I could go, there's nobody else there. Yeah. <laughs> like a bigger ring cup snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so I think it's disappointing to see people kicked out for building a cup snake. I don't understand the hazard. Yeah, because you, you were at the the Boxing Day test. Yeah, and we saw three people were kicked out. For, well, actually, one got kicked out, and the other guy they just made him put it in the bin and brought him back to his seat. And it's like, well, you may as well have let him pick up the rest of the fucking cups <laughs> and then put him in the bin, <laughs> and then you can go back to cricket. Give him fifty papers punishment. Yeah, exactly. And I just saw they um they're bringing in the um. You can recycle your old cans in New South Wales now for ten cents a pop or whatever. Oh, it right, is. like they do in South Australia. That in. Imagine if you did that at the cricket with the plastic, with the plastic cups. Fuck, he'd be bashing up the guy with a beer snake, trying to rob the bastard. <laughs> I reckon they should, that'd be a great sport to watch. I would watch that rather yeah. than some of the test yeah. match. And it'd be like a darts crowd. Then that'd be awesome. Well, yeah, they get close to the darts crowd for the Sydney cricket test match anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember watching, oh, not watching the darts, hearing a story about the darts. I think I might have even said it on here before, where the guy takes his kid off does a streak across the the stage and yep. then security come grab him each arm drag him back to his seat tell him to put his clothes on and sit him back down <laughs> in the pine oh well, yeah you gotta look after the crowd yeah. <laughs> say, if you try that at the cricket though you'd be struggling to get everyone off the field yeah yeah um uh and uh, actually while we're on the Sydney test um because it's the the last dead rubber of the um the series um a few of the players have flagged that um this is the the ground where Phil Hughes died. Yeah. Um. So it's going to be the last emotional test. Um. It's good yeah. that they're a dead rubber in that sense, but um. Mm. Yeah. Another reason why I think we'll see some very high scores at the top end. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, of the order. And you saw how how those batters who were around him batted yeah. in the wake of his passing in, away in Adelaide. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be that again. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I reckon there'll be. I don't know. Let's throw a number out there. Five century makers in yeah. this test. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll go with that. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> All right. So that's how we've seen cricket so far this year. Um, looking forward to watching a few more of the Big Bash. I think we're about halfway yeah. through the season now. Yeah, I think um, so. Yep. We've got next test matches tomorrow. Yeah, it starts tomorrow. Um, teams should be named. Ho- hopefully, they'll be named by the time we turn this off. Yep. And we'll be live tweeting as the day goes on. So. <laughs> yeah, as we always do. Yeah. Might get won't get hammered halfway through the match. We'll see. You <laughs> and, better tell by the tweets. Yeah. You, you better tell by the spelling. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. All right, thanks.